Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, The Deep Dive, featuring your esteemed hosts, Andy Monitor and Drew Dinzik, powered by BetSperts. Welcome to The Deep Dive. As is our new tradition, it is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday night football. The halftime picks are in. We are now going to record, uh, live record, uh, the pod uh, that we release where we react to everything we saw today and we talk about the openers, maybe get a little action in those openers if there's anything that tickles our fancy. Uh, Hopefully you had a winning Sunday. It was a very good day for me. My uh, sides in particular were super solid today. I got a little bit lucky. I will own it. Talk yourself out of New England. (laughs) I talked myself out of New England. That was nice. That, that's not just uh, and, a loss. Uh, like that's a that's no, one of those no. losses. If you had a New England ticket, yeah. like that one just festers with you when you have a loss like that. We've all taken we've yeah. all taken a loss like that where it's just like, oh my god, like yeah, this, say, yeah. this is like stop yeah. giving me red zone updates on this fucking game. I don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> and but, yes, the uh, secret yeah. the secret team total was. Patriots, team Patriots total under, under 20 and a half. That's the first I remember time we, we got to the what? end. We, we were debating That's, it. Yeah. What were we debating it with? We were debating it with one other one. And you said, like, Andy, are they scoring three times? Are they getting three? I'm like, fuck no. Like, just let's take it. <laughs> I don't remember what the other one was. We'll have to go they back and look. Zero times. Yeah. Um, there it weren't was tw- that, that was many. 20 and a half, man. Yeah. Um, there weren't that many long legs, but M Hunter is right. It was a good week for teasers with. The Jets, the Texans, the Colts. Yeah. Um, Patriots are kind of a leg. Um, Or excuse me, the Packers. The Packers game would be kind of a leg, but a lot of people don't love to do the Monday game with unless they put it with next week, it feels like sometimes. Um, But you have the Thursday night game. Uh, Weird one. That yeah. was not uh, Dick Buck, the Dick, the Dick, Dick Buckus uh, memorial performance where the Bears saved their season. Maybe, probably not, but at second least second half over there. They say, yeah, second half over solid. Good, good pick by you. Um, and uh, really, just um, uh, more questions coming out of that game for me about the Commanders' defense than anything. Um, DJ Moore, we knew he was awesome. They finally utilized him. Um, I think the Bears offensive line kind of giving Fields enough time to do his thing was noteworthy considering who they were up against. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, the the Sam Howell experience was uh, not super special. That's a that's a you know, that's a roller coaster. He's going to make some big throws with his big arm, but he's going to make some bad throws and he's going to get sacked a lot. And there's some very strong analogs between what we saw in that Thursday game and what we saw mm-hmm. in Atlanta. Yeah. Those are quarterbacks who have been mostly, you know, hey, these are bad quarterbacks in Justin Fields and Desmond Ritter, mm-hmm. but haven't got a lot of protection, haven't got a lot of pressure, or haven't been able to <clears throat> not be under a ton of pressure. And we saw it, you know, during this week, they can do things. They have weapons. They have receivers. DJ Moore is obviously a stud. Obviously, there's a ton of good weapons around Ritter. It was the same kind of thing. Oh, give this kid a little bit of time, and it's not so bad. I yeah. mean, it was it was a beat up secondary, and obviously the the Forbes thing, the rookie in Washington, and a couple other pieces struggle a little too. But I mean, you, you you play who you play, and if you keep those guys clean, you're going to get halfway decent performances. Fields mm-hmm. was good, Moore was electric, and yeah, of all the quarter or of all the coaches who were like flirting with first coach fired, obviously Aberflus. Yeah. He, Aberflus got uh, you know a little bump, so like oh, Rivera should be. Did he, he pass the baton? He should be like Rivera yeah. should be. Oh yeah, odds on favorite, obviously. Yeah, I think that's real. The, that's like real. the that's other guys who are really struggling, you're not going to fire Kevin O'Connell. You're not going to fire Sean Payton. You're not going to fire you know some of these other guys. It's just it's not the, you know there's people who are saying like Bill Belichick's in the hot seat, but no. It's yeah. silly stuff. I mean, Bill could decide to walk away from this. Mess. Yeah, Bill might just quit. <laughs> I think he really does want that yeah. record, though. I th- well, he's it's it's not. You got to win games. It's not look. Ball. It's not looking like that's really in the discussion. He's got a long way to go to move up to number two, let alone catch Shula. Um, like he could need five more years at this point, um, or at this rate, I guess. Uh, okay, that's good. And then, good yeah, kind of last point the, on that yeah. one is: didn't the Bears do this last year too? The Bears were doing it more with Fields' legs and in garbage time. Sure. Like that that team wasn't good. 
they were explosive, um, but mostly in, you know, comeback mode. It was a good, right. fun offense in the second half, in the second half of the, you know, in the second half of games in the second half of the season. For the most part, you know, two teams that aren't going to really factor into anything, but uh, maybe the first pick. All right, man. Let's rip through today and let's start with the most important game. At least the one that had the most to do with shaping the um, um, AFC, the AFC uh, playoff picture. And that was in London where the jet lagged bills. Uh, what happened? I, terp- that, I saw the Turpin injury again. Oh, yuck. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Dallas did something good. Um, I mean, I, they did too. CD actually oh. got a big catch, but okay. no, the the London game was very yeah, interesting. Hugely consequential. Thoughts? Yeah, um, Bills looked jet lagged. They were miserable in the first half. Uh, Jag looked Jags looked well coached, very focused, like they had a week of concentrated prep. Jags amazingly, like they left a ton of points on the field. Like this, it should have been a like a more convincing win than it was. Um, and even as someone who had Jags and Jags money line, like every single time they had the, you know, the bills had the ball on offense, particularly the second half. It was just like, you just expected it was all going to kind of start come together for them. And they were going to run away with away from that game. Uh, they couldn't get it done. Um, I think the injuries to the bills are the major storyline coming out of this game, particularly on the defensive side of the ball. They got decimated with super high impact injuries. Uh, and I think the, um, fact that on sort of the play of the game that salted away the win for the Jaguars you had Micah Hyde covering Calvin Ridley like I don't think that was an accident I think that was their plan and they just didn't have any other choice and the result was kind of predictable that that's kind of what happens when you have Micah Hyde covering Calvin Ridley Um, but Trevor Lawrence was throwing a beautiful ball the Jags overall just really well coached and a really solid performance from their defense and uh, 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 still head scratching why the uh, Bills had to give up a home game for that mess. Yeah, my notes were that, you know, the obviously Buffalo looked kind of out of sorts on offense. So that's not a good defense. I mean, mm-hmm. you should be able to play a little better. Obviously, the, the travel spot was affected, but a big part of the game was just Jacksonville kind of playing ball control when they needed to. They were 10 of 18 on third yep. down, and they took advantage of those Bills' defensive injuries. Like after you lost White, there's like one guy on that field that you couldn't afford to lose, and it was probably Matt Milano. I agree so with the that. Fact, the fact that you lost him is massive. You also lost a, a D tackle in Daquan Jones. He probably has a torn pack. Uh, the Johnson, the other secondary piece, he was on and off the field with a knee issue. Uh, Lawson and Benford were already out. Like there was, there was, it's beginning to be a bit of a cluster injury in the second and third levels here. And yep. yeah, but Jacksonville was obviously good enough to, you know, play ball control despite Trevor being strip sacked twice yeah. in like a couple of spots that were just like, shit, this is not a good spot for you to be doing that, buddy, if you want to win this game. So yep. um, good win by them. A massive, like this is, this is a huge win as far as it was an AFC team. It was one of the tougher spots in your schedule as far as opponent. Obviously yep. the situation was advantageous. Yeah, um, big, 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 big for the Jags. Huge, huge, huge. Yeah, and Vaughn played a little bit, the, but I mean, Bills, he wasn't. Yeah. He was very much in the snap count. The uh, Bills actually had a pretty decent YPP advantage in this game. Uh, it was a, a lot of the high two two. Sort out those last few drives. It looks yeah. pretty rough. Ooh man, Jags. The Jags' uh, time of possession was two to one. Yeah, no, that like they they just converted every freaking third down when they needed to. It was crazy. Um, Bills. So the Bills defense spent a million years on the field while also getting hurt while also traveling across the pond. So good luck to them. It's harder to rotate players. (laughs) I know that they get when you're missing more players. Yeah, they get a they get a soft landing next week, which is I guess pretty advantageous. If they had to go up against a tough offense next week, I think. we would be like alarm bells would be screaming right now about the state of the bills, but they got a couple of weeks to kind of get right and figure out they're a very deep team. So I'm not like, I'm not panicking about the bills. There's no reason to panic. They get too uh, soft. They get too soft opponents now to kind of get their shit together. <clears throat> Jags got nice. bet by the way. And that was the right side. Oh, for sure. I, I, um, had, the, I had Buffalo. I just went with my numbers. I couldn't figure it out, bet it, regret it. And we move on. Uh, Atlanta, Houston, uh, Atlanta ended up getting bet closing two and a half. Um, this mattered <laughs> when, when you got your bet down, yeah, it mattered. It mattered a lot. Some, um, it was a pick on one point. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. 
<laughs> there was a pick em. Uh I guess, I guess the I don't have anything bad to say about Houston. This was a really good performance by them. It, in a lot of ways, it felt like they could have, should have, probably deserved to win this game. Like at, at Atlanta as a three and two might be like a little bit uh, of a uh, how how are they doing this? Uh, I mean, not anywhere close to the way that the Pittsburgh Steelers are, but definitely like how does this team have three wins? Uh, Desmond Ritter answered every question you have about the quality of his play, but the fact that it came at home, uh, I think, is noteworthy. Uh, C.J. Stroud did not get sacked today again. Third straight game that C.J. Stroud <laughs> has not gotten touched. I don't. No sacks. No sacks. I don't know how they're doing this. I don't know how they're doing this. They have a cluster injury at offensive line. I don't understand it. They're still doing this, but yeah. And as I alluded to when we talked about Thursday, like a lack of pressure. They only got three hits on Ritter all day. That makes a big difference. Yeah. And the Texans, like uh, you know, you already said Stroud was good. His, if you go look into it, it wasn't as good as some of his other games. It was good, but not great, for you know the small sample size of his short career so far. The run defense for Atlanta played pretty well, and Stroud was held in check when it mattered. They just didn't convert, you know, drives into touchdowns. Basically, all they had to do was take one of these, one of these drives where they were gifted, you know, some field position, or I think, I think it was two zero. Yeah, it was two zero for turnover. Atlanta lost the turnover. Yeah, battle, let, two, two two pretty bad fumbles. One Bijan Robinson, one Jonas Smith. Yeah, and. You know, the fact that it was mostly just, hey, we're just going to kick field goals, field goals, field goals, field goals. Like when you have, when you lose, get a fumble, you get the ball at the 26 yard line, you go four plays, six yards and kick a field goal. Mm -hmm. That's not how you win games when you're a young team who really doesn't have the roster yet. So it's a good win for Atlanta because this is still a winnable division for basically anybody. Um, The Texans are still obviously a a squirrely team that you got to respect because they have they have weapons and they have a young quarterback who's playing with confidence. Yeah, we had a um, Kyle Pitts setting. He had 11 targets in this game. Wow. He's he's, he's still in the league, guys. (laughs) Whoa. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I almost want to upgrade Texans off of, off of this performance, even though they lose. Um, I know that, you know. Yeah, I, it, it, I'm certainly not downgrading them. No. <clears throat> and no. it was my favorite teaser leg of the week. So nice. the fact that I had to sweat it a little made me. Yeah, and yep. a little sad. Okay, well, but, I think uh, Falcons. Right. I think think the Falcons were the right side, but as always, uh, you know, when you make your bet, matters. At the right, at the right number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you got any thoughts on uh, Carolina Detroit? Do you watch any of that? <laughs> <laughs> so that, like, I wrote down Bryce was better. Thielen was fine as like a an option on a bad team, but the run game sucked. The, the yeah. two interceptions were important, and like. None of the stats were real. They were in catch-up no. mode from get-go. Like, that game was never competitive. It, garbage time started early. The Lions, the fact that Lions did that missing St. Brown, missing that Gibbs. Was, that is a great point. Bringing Jamison Williams back and essentially putting him on a snap count where he, he wasn't in a ton. Like, none of that really mattered. This game was not competitive. Carolina doesn't have an offense. Um, a lot of what they did was just trash time scoring and, you know, Detroit's good. It was a home game for Detroit against a bad team. You're supposed to win these. You're supposed to win these by, you know, by margin, if you're going to be taken seriously and still like Detroit two seed is still alive, which is, that's going to be a fun thing. To, I think uh, Detroit one seed is actually more real, more alive than we realize. Um, I, I mean, I, like their schedule is just super, so much easier than yeah. everybody else's. It's wild. Yeah, Philly, Philly has a tough schedule. Just, Philly, Philly's Philly's is very tough. San Francisco is the big one. Yeah. Detroit's San got Francisco has to lose. Detroit's got a bottom five schedule remaining. And they've got they banked four wins and they're doing it comfortably. Um, you're right about the fact that that offense was so dynamic without Amon Ross St. Brown was pretty noteworthy. Weird that the Lions had like hot knife through butter against that Carolina defense and the Vikings just slogged through that defense last week. I don't yeah. really get that. And I, I know that the Lions don't play the Vikings until the last three weeks of the season, yeah. but you know what? We also imagine if yeah. Jefferson's injury is like significant and yeah. you don't have to ever face Justin Jefferson this year. Yeah, man. Bonus. And yeah, yeah I, I wrote this in the notes in the newsletter today. I said, is this just like a Laporta game because of who's going to be playing? And 
he delivered. Yeah. Like he's he's a very good route runner, and obviously he's having one like play. the he's having hands down the best rookie tight end season of all time, and he is like I think justifiably thirty to one in the offensive yeah, rookie of the year market. Still a tight end. Yes, yes. Uh, two, two other real quick notes from this one. Um, first is Aiden Hutchinson had the play of the of the week. Um, that was nasty. And he's probably like rightfully, truly a second tier defensive player of the year candidate at this point. He should um, move up. He should be like twelve to one next week. Yeah, he that's should probably be, real. He should that's be the real. guy that's behind the first three. Yeah, and uh, the other kind that. of note we should write this down. Um, if Frank Reich has another season as a head coach of a professional football team, first five weeks of the season, he just absolutely sucks. Yeah, like that's maybe fair. the Panthers get something going on later on but like they just don't look like well prepared at all and i know they're dealing with tie injuries and you got a rookie quarterback and you know it's it's not going to look good with with the lack of skill position players they have and uh and stuff but boy oh boy frank reich i feel like he's like over now in the months of you know in the first five six weeks of the season like every single year I used to date Deja vu like, all over again. A little bit of a slow starter. Took a while to get her warmed up. Like, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll, just, we'll see. We'll see how it ends. We'll see how it yeah. ends. She always delivered. Oh yeah, the Brandon Ayuk is having himself a day. A day. Uh, he they and uh, back. yeah, he and um. Oh, they called it back. Yeah, but then they just oh. do the same thing to Debo essentially. Oh, okay. <laughs> he Ayuk and uh, Purdy have some serious chemistry, man. Those guys are feeling it. Um. All right. That's all I got for Lions, uh, Panthers. Uh, Tennessee Indy was a tough loss on my over. Um, I think there were were 777 yards. Oh my God. I had that over as well. There should have been 50 some points. Obviously that's just, that's kind of how the cookie crumbles. I don't even get mad. at. There was specifically two touchdowns that were that two touchdowns that were legitimately left on the field. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two two turnover on downs at the goal line, basically. Um, one at the end of the first half and one from Tennessee in the second half. Uh, it felt like it was going to get there. Um, God, 39 points is not right. It was a nice third quarter, Easy. and then I'm like, oh, we're, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to get there, and it just couldn't quite get there. Yeah, Depot, um, that, was, that was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was my, my second favorite teaser leg. So the big teaser of the week was this one, and it was another one where – uh, same as what we saw because we'd had the situation before i was not worried at all once Minshew came in i'm like god the offense is actually maybe more efficient less explosive but more efficient when Minshew's in and i mean he was great it was just another case of yeah there was some there were some red zone possessions some yeah. some some possessions very much inside the you know the five ten yard line that did not get there. These two teams combined to be one two for nine in the red oh, zone yuck that's how you lose an over guys. Um, I think it's, I think it was the right bet. Like I said, there were 777 yards divide that by 15. <laughs> tell me what you come up with. Uh, the Richardson injury probably looks like a little more of a problem. Now, if it's an AC joint, he might be missing yeah. for a while. Yeah. We'll see. I, it's, I, if it's the Derek Carr injury, obviously he can pop back. If it's more extensive and there's damage to ligaments, that might be longer. Something I to think- monitor. Yeah, uh, I, I, again, he looked more, hurt when he walked. He, off it, it looked, it looked, looked bad. bad. It looked bad. Um, there was one turnover in this game and two sacks, and somehow it still didn't get there. Um, always hilarious to me when a, a team pays a running back and then that running back's um, backup goes for twenty three for one hundred sixty five and two touchdowns. <laughs> uh, congratulations to Jonathan Taylor for getting compensated. I'm sure you're, you know you're you're going to live up to that contract. But Zach Moss stole the show today. Um, and I think uh, Colts are an interesting team because Shane Steichen obviously has a pulse. That guy, he's got it. Like, he gets it. I like him. Uh, and seeing how he deals with the absence of Richardson is going to be pretty interesting because the Colts could steal a wild card spot, surely. They're not out of the race for the AFC South, <laughs> even though they lost head-to-head against the Jaguars. This team is now 3-2. and two. Um, yeah, good talk, point by Alex. Heart attack here. AC joint. If we learn anything from Derek Carr, <laughs> yes. best to rest him a few weeks. Carr still yes. wasn't great today. As third Kittle touchdown scored for Kittle. His, Kittle scored, scored his third touchdown of the day. Yuck. All the All right, what's, for pregame over maybe is going to get there, but the second half under is in trouble. It um, is in a little trouble. We didn't talk much. Um, Tannehill was fine. Like you said, he just you can't go. 
one for four in the red zone and also be you know, have the Richardson's one turnover at the AC joint. And, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. It, it was an okay. Like, like I said, the, it had 348 yards from this Titans offense. It's just not finishing. That's kind of the, the, I don't know, the MO this year. Yeah. I watched nothing of New York Giants, Miami, uh, except for the highlights of Tyreek Hill and A-Chan and everybody else doing incredible well, shit. Um, I felt like I did a good job of writing my note for this one where I, where I, where I keep my notes. Um, God, where was it? Three brack. Start over. Cut that part, Dan. <laughs> Three backbreaking turnovers that led to 10 points for the giant, for the giants. Still won by 15 and covered. <laughs> like th- those were horrid turnovers. Yes, you're games. right. You're those right. Those were, Awful. Like you throw a pick six in the red zone, you don't win games. No, you have those other two. You that certainly don't cover point. double digit spreads. Yeah, like you don't. Yeah, you don't cover double digit spreads. Those were horrific turnovers, and they still just had a game that was never, ever, ever in doubt. That yeah, Miami got that. Ugly, by the way, that was an ugly one. Um, I threw that in some ten point teasers that I'll throw into certain accounts. Like that was a an absolute hilarious box score if you look at it because it's like oh they only won by 15 go look at the yardage yeah it is it's sadistic and it obviously because of you know driving all the way down the field not scoring and the other team actually scoring on that play is kind of what drives a a box score where you you have 524 total yards to 268 you only win by two touchdowns essentially 9.7 yards per play another, i'm not sure if i can find a game that has something like that no i it's it's rare um i bet you the broncos dolphins is probably close um the uh other crazy thing is this one stayed under another game with a defensive touchdown that stayed under this is a weird theme this year there's been a bunch of these um yeah, we're gonna have another one of those yet <laughs> this uh the ender got bet the dolphins got bet they were both right I, I forgot to mention that the uh the titans got bet pretty aggressively and that was wrong i do not think the titans were the right side there the colts even with the injury to richardson and Minshew coming in it didn't really feel like he gave them some sort of life that the colts were were doing their thing uh before that um let me let me look real quick before we move yeah. off this um and granted, there was some Mike White time, but yeah, the Denver game was ten point two yards per play. Oh Even and that and that included like a full quarter of Mike White guys. Amazing. That's what happens when like um, so everyone is you know we're all jazzed about Waddle and Hill and you know the fact that Tua has a big arm and we have a smart offensive coordinator, but like the fact that they added a running back in the draft that absolutely matters to this team is is something like he's the fastest running back in the league man he's just suddenly one of the fastest he's, it's crazy he's not even the fastest person on his team and he is <laughs> when he gets loose he's just freaking gone he's so good so and I, I mentioned this in the chat but when they say his name they have to enunciate it in such a fucking way now it's like it's devon Chan. it sounds like the the key and peel skit where they're purposely saying names wrong yes because they're just throwing such hard enunciation on this but big fan i'm a huge fan i love it all right um nothing else for me on that game uh the patriots lost in convincing fashion for the second straight week um wasn't a great game man and that was another one where i had an under and it starts with a defensive touchdown which wasn't what i wanted to start with at all Right. 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 Yeah. Good, point, good point. Good point, Andy. Right. Um, it did right. stay under. Uh, when, it didn't matter. When New England, so New England looked like they had just kind of given up. But that last drive, they called timeouts before the two-minute warning. They come out throwing. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, what are we doing here, guys? We don't need this sort of shenanigans, do we? But, again, Mac Jones goes to the bench when it's out of hand. Zappy comes in. Mm-hmm. Isn't really any better. Yeah. Also, Derek Derek Carr wasn't great. He's still not oh, back. No, they no. just they had a bunch of plus positions mm-hmm. thanks to you know thanks to some pretty bad turnovers and you know you end up getting short fields. You end up getting these nice spots. You end up getting spotted you know spotted seven points by your defense and the game is pretty easy at that point. Especially when you know New England is. God, I I don't even know what they're one for fourteen on third down. 
all for two on fourth down. So wow. it was hard to do. Wow. Yeah, not um, not not a, it was not a great performance by the Saints. This was not some offensive no you know performance where they put the brakes on. They they weren't that great. I tuned out on this one, man. The second half. Uh, hey, you know what? We're getting beat pretty bad at home. It's twenty-one nothing at halftime. Let's make some adjustments. The Patriots offense came out in the second half and had a three-play, four-yard drive, fumble, four-play, thirty-five-yard drive, punt. Three plays, minus two yards, punt. One play, zero yards, interception. Three plays, six yards, punt. Four plays, nine yards, downs. Three plays, eight yards, punt. Four plays, five yards, downs. The downs. The, the, oh, that was what was killing me buddy. again because I had, I had oh, under buddy. 40. I got a decent number in this, and I was still dying because they, <laughs> you know, there's no time left, hardly. They're down 31 nothing, and they're going for it on fourth and one from their 33. Like, at that point... Bill had already, like, you know, there were some, was the punt before that? Yeah, the, at, a, at a point earlier, they'd already punted from, like, a plus position where they should have gone for it. And then they decided to get aggressive from their own 33. It was annoying. It was an annoying game. I'm glad I got a win. Mm. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, just because I don't want to talk about this awful Patriots anymore. <clears throat> uh, all time, yards per play. Uh, Miami now has two of the top 15. That is how rare 9.7 yards per play is. That was the 15th best YPP um, in the entire pro football reference database since any year, any season. Um, their uh, 70 to 20 win against the uh, uh, the Broncos was 10.23 yards per play, I think you said. That is the third yeah. best all time. Um, they... Uh, there is a 10.3 out there of Kansas City against the Jets in 2017, and there is a 10.6 is the number one spot. 1972, the New York Jets did it to the Baltimore Colts, Colts. <laughs> in a 44-34 yeah. win. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, I guess doesn't sound like they're going to bench Mac. Doesn't sound like no. there's really anything they can do to fix this. The injuries to the defense, I think, mattered a little bit, but not enough to really decide the game one way or the other. This was just dead on arrival for an offense that's really struggling to find some identity right now. Um, and I don't know what they do to fix it. Um, yeah, glad I didn't bet the Pats. <clears throat> other than their team yeah. total? <laughs> a team total, yeah, team total. It's one of those where I always forget we even have that. You know, like, yeah. until later, it's like, oh, yeah, I have a team total on this game, too. Yeah. Never even close. Good job. Hey, um, you know what? Um, Real quick, I don't think we've ever had a secret pod play under that was a shutout. So good job to us. I think this was, was the first one. I think this is the first time good. we went we went secret pod play uh, and got the shutout. Um, yeah, we've, there we've might have been one where we played that, it over that it was a shutout. <laughs> but well, I can't think I, of it. We've had some it. overs that it's like, oh, we got there by halftime. You know, that's amazing. Yeah. But to play an under and for them to never even really have a shot at scoring. Yeah. Was, Dolphins was was, 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 was was Dolphins our secret power play against the Broncos over? I think it might no, have been. No, we had a different No, I had, I had the, old, the full game over in that one at like 48. Yeah. Matt got there by halftime. Okay. All right. Let's keep going. Um, you got any thoughts on. Um, uh what in the fuck happened to baltimore today <laughs> that was what? another it's just a another case of this is a well i guess a well-coached team and like it was it was not a good day for pickett obviously the defense has he had a good day again yet? no he had one good drive basically all their offense was pickens he got separation out of play which was exciting and Baltimore had, you know, a shitload of miscues. They were one for three in the red zone. Mm -hmm. They had three lost turnovers, some of those mm -hmm. in the red zone. They had a punt blocked for safety. The offense was discombobulated. It was very feast or famine. There was big plays. There were big, you know, uh, nice first down runs, some big throws. But there was also, you know, massive problems when it mattered, like the, obviously the turnovers, the red zone play, and they just didn't capitalize when they needed to. It looked like they were going to go into half up like 17 to three. Or like, it could, it could have been in, well into the 20s. They looked in the first, I said this in the deep dive DJ's Discord chat, they looked like the best team in the NFL over the first half hour of like the, the you know, the slate. Yeah, like from twelve to twelve thirty, they were very good, and then it just yeah. evolved from there. They dropped a bunch yeah. of passes. Charles and is it, right. It, it's a it's a divisional game. 
on the road, you can't have 13 freaking miscues and win, even if you're the better team. Yeah. It was uh, very frustrating to watch. I got to tell you, though, like, there's, you got to have some alarm bells that maybe Baltimore's not that good, right? No, because, like I said, the, the offense looks discombobulated. It's week five. We should have it sorted by now. I know yeah. they've been the, – the only thing we can, you know, lean on as far as a, an excuse or some sort of reasoning is they've had a lot of injuries this year. Guys have been in and out on both sides of the ball. But, like, eventually you have to sort some of these things out, guys. And yeah. it has to be better. The product is, has to be uh, better than this. Is TJ Watt going to steal DPOY? Possibly. He was very good today. He had that. I mean, that that SWAT, that strip sack was awesome. It was very good. He's yeah. so he was, good around he the edge. Everywhere. He was everywhere. Yeah. He's very good. No, it's it's gonna be uh, Garrett's on by, so it'll be, you know, he might be favored over Micah once we open up again this week. Yeah. Ah, damn it! I don't have any TJ Watt. Um, Mike Tomlin, though, man, don't know how he does it. This, this Steelers team should probably be zero five. But you know yeah. what? You throw out the records. What are you? What are you gonna do? You know, you throw you throw out the records when these two teams play. You throw out the it records. It's really something. Yeah, Pittsburgh goes <sighs> on by, right? So they don't. They're not gonna have an opportunity to fade them right off of this game. The Ravens go to London. Uh, interesting to follow what exactly their travel plans are as they will play the Titans in that London town. Yeah, there's six teams on by next week. Ooh, or excuse me, no, 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 no that's week Steelers. seven. Yeah, it's just Packers, Steelers, Packers, right? Steelers, Packers, Steelers. Yeah. We have they four teams coming off a of bye. They haven't split up where there there is two weeks this year where there's six teams that are missing. Week seven will be one of those where we have a bit of a shorter week as far as how many games. All right, okay. what's up? What's up? What's up? What's next? Oh, uh, we got to spend a little more time on this one probably just because it's worth trying to unravel this um the cincinnati bengals scored 34 points against the cardinals oh i didn't hear you say cincinnati yeah yeah the the bengals were fine offensively in this one um market bet arizona all week down to two and a half eventually got bet back up as somebody came in on the close and bet cincy uh the total was bet up all week and i was sitting there scratching my head this had no problem going over i lose my under bet here um I think the there's going to be a lot made about Burroughs fine. Everything's fine. There's going to be a lot of people who dissect the 60-ish yard pass that he made and say, let's look how, you know, look, he made that pass. Everything's fine. Look at what leg he's throwing off in that particular pass. And look at the way, like, he's he's gain, he's solving a way to play quarterback the way he kind of threw off well. his front leg, right? Yeah, absolutely. He threw off he his did. front and leg. He did, and- he did a couple of jump hops. To get that, the, yeah, go ahead. I was I was still amazed at how much air he got on that ball throwing off the front leg. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. There, he is yeah. he is not so. There's it's the same thing as the Purdy. There's no black and white. He isn't healthy and injured. There's an in between. He's not a hundred percent, but obviously he's in a lot better shape than he was last week because we saw some scrambles. We saw him get hit and pop right back up. Like he's in better shape than he was, but still not hundred percent, which is scary because like I said, he, oh, yeah, he no threw doubt. the ball off his front foot. Well, yeah. Long so fucking ways. Yeah. My, my general read is he's gain, he's learning how to play around the injury as opposed mm-hmm. to like, he's getting healthier. There's probably going to be people who make commentary about he's healthier. Everything's fine. I am still a little bit buyer beware because it seems a little fluky. And the Cardinals, for what it's worth, really just didn't find ways to generate pressure or make him uncomfortable at all, I thought. They don't have the corners to, you know, seriously stop outside threats. Obviously, go look at go look at Chase's numbers. Like yeah, he was they don't you know they're missing and they are missing some pieces, and it wasn't ever a good roster on the defensive side to begin with. But they are missing some pieces. They don't have the outside corners to slow down something like this. Chase ate him alive, and Dobbs kind of turned into a pumpkin at times. He had a couple turnovers. One was obviously massive since it was a pick six in his own 10. And then, yeah, like the, you know, Cincinnati defense tightened up when they need to be. They looked, you know, they looked good when they had to. I'd like to see what the Arizona's third down conversion rate was. It felt like they were really good when it when it mattered. 
They were only four of 11 on third. Oh, both teams, O of three on fourth. There were six turnover on downs in this game. The um, It still went over by like 15. Flew minutes. over, yeah. Absolutely flew over. Um, I think there was pretty pretty fast pace of play in this one, which was surprising to me. Um, all right. Uh, Dobbs is, nah. Um, you know, anyone who is kind of putting him in conversation of a top half of the league quarterback, I think, needs to reevaluate a bit. Um, Gannon it's did not it's, have it's his better than Colt McCoy, guys, but it's no. you're not making the playoffs. No, no, no. And I think, I mean, Cardinals, uh, probably pretty fortunate to have that one win. They may, uh, they may not get another one this season. We'll see. Um, the uh, the Niners are just wrecking this game. Um, first and goal at the one end of the third. So we just need some, some clock killing, uh, in the fourth quarter. Call just it need, to, call just need to milk it. Milk yeah, it. I I think a touchdown gets my free game over home. Oh no, I have forty-five, so let's push right. Yeah, I'm gonna have. I need. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna be. Thread. I need to thread a needle of like a touchdown and a field goal, which just doesn't feel very likely. All of a sudden, you never know. You never know, <laughs> um, guys. All right. Uh, no, the only other commentary I had about Joe Burrow. Uh, I mean, yeah, Jamar Chase obviously is an absolute fucking monster. Like that guy. All he, over the place. If, if he if he has a good matchup on a given week, it doesn't matter what's going on with uh, Burrow. Um, Burrow in the post game presser. I don't think I don't think he's ever looked more like Macaulay Culkin in his life. Did you see him in the in the post game press? I did not. Oh my god! I, I, I have a like, few pressers. I into it. He was wearing first of all, he was wearing one of the ugliest sweatshirts you've ever seen, and then it was like it, his I hair was like especially blonde. It was like like especially light and blonde, and so he looked like freaking ten year old. It would be funnier if, if he had like funny. if he had like hair and makeup people, and he said, "I want to look like ten percent more like Macaulay every week <laughs> until like the playoffs come." I'm sure if, he yeah. just. Just straight up, uh, like, yeah. Boy, we've got we've 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 lost the plot here. What, well, yeah. What is if, if Dan if Dan can find that photo as we're kind of vamping, uh, that would be fun. But if not, check it out for yourself. Uh, on that, and that is that's All a right. presser. I'll, I'll I'll try to find as well as obviously the Sean Payton one. We'll get to yeah. That okay. Oh yeah, that, I gotta watch that too. Um, we are down to Philadelphia at the Rams. Uh, Philadelphia had a West Coast home game here, uh, as at least it sounded like a home game for Philly, from what I can tell you. Um, Philly's wins and covers. Uh, I This was a pretty big position for me, so I was very happy with the win. I was nervous the entire game because Philly left an enormous amount of points on the field here. They probably should have scored 40. They had a lot of like inefficiency in the red zone. They had some weird fluky stuff happen, especially right at the end of the game. Um, but the the, the uh, brotherly shove that got them the touchdown into halftime was pretty cool. To go for it, uh, you have one, you have one down. You have one second left. You're on the goal line. They had so yeah. much confidence in that play that they were like, "Oh yeah, just go for it. Just get the touchdown." And, you know, that that was like like. That was not a yard. That was like a yard and a half. Maybe three absolutely. Quarters. Absolutely. It was all um, of it. Um, and uh, I mean, what's his name? Uh, J- uh, Jalen Hurts was uh, outstanding in this game. Uh, 300 yards through the air, 72 on the ground. Uh, made one mistake, which is excusable. But again, that took points off the board for the Eagles. Um, it felt sweatier than it had to, I will say. And uh, I think uh, the second half, I guess the game was decided by the way, the adjustments that the Eagles made on defense in the second half. Would you say that's fair? That's my main note is Philly. I wrote Philly with a lead in the second half is a vibe. Man. Oh boy. Is it? I bet Philly second half. And then I also took a, a live position at one point, which was Philly minus six and a half, minus six, somewhere like there. And it was like nervous, not nervous, because they were so good at just maintaining these drives and salting this game away. But then at the same time, I was like, I kind of need you to score again here, guys. <laughs> like we're, a touchdown would make this feel a little better. Their defense, <laughs> yeah, their, their defense played good. The, they really ran the ball efficiently, and they really did a good job of – 
you know, maintaining those second half drives. Some of those, I mean, you just go look at a couple of those. One of them was like eight, nine minutes long. That's what you need, especially it's a road game in your conference that you just, you need to go get this win, get out of town. And yeah, a 17 play, 83 yard, eight minute drive. Uh, the field goal drive following a punt that they got was 10 plays for 72 yards. And then, you know, the, the sealer ended up only going a little ways. They turned it over on downs, which I think was the right call. Mm-hmm. You don't kick that field goal, I don't believe. It doesn't make a difference. It's two score to two score. Yep. I liked him going for it on that fourth down as well. But, yeah, it was a nervous, not nervous, but it was a good performance. They 5.8 yards per play, but only only two for six in the red zone. And yep. you know, they had the but 13 of 18 on third down. That's how you, that's how you take care of a second half lead, guys. Yeah, um, the Rams offense had no issues really in the first half of this game. Like they were, they were alive. They were fluid. They had three. They only had three um, possessions, but they got two touchdowns out of those three possessions. Um, they gained sixty-four offensive yards, and then with the, outside of the uh, the stupid end of game five play, hurry up type of deal at yeah. the end. So that's that's a good. Uh, way to adjust to a team. Um, Eagles also just destroy the clock in the second half of this game. God, they had the ball for yeah, a seventeen play drive, baby. Yeah, almost a two to one uh, time of possession advantage for Philly. Uh, Philly's second half of this game defense that was that was the best they've looked so far this season. This is the best Jalen Hurts has looked so far this season, and uh, I think the reckoning for the Eagles is still maybe a couple weeks away because I don't think the Jets are doing much to these guys. Yeah, my uh, Philly has a haymaker coming up eventually here, and eventually, it's a bunch, yeah. bunch, bunch of them in a row, guys. But mm-hmm. for now, they're still one of the best teams. They're still great. I wrote, you know, and a lot of rumors flying around. Cup looked one hundred percent to me. Yeah, he's he on the field for 98% of snaps or 98% of passing plays or whatever it was. Stafford was good. Stafford was fine. Uh, the defense just couldn't get Philly off the field. This was a 37 to 23 kind of time of possession. And, you know, they, the Rams were one of one in the red zone. They just didn't get there enough. They didn't turn the ball over. They still lost by multiple scores in a game where Cup and Nakua played very well. So it's just a, a little bit of outclassing on the, you know, holding the ball part of the game yeah yeah um and you know still no uh no one has any hope in the world of defending that uh brotherly shove um <laughs> it's funny it's just like it's a sneak they're just better at it than everyone it's i don't yeah, know why we're giving it just a brilliant game. rugby scrum and when it looks like it's getting stopped sometimes then it doesn't it's crazy it's still it's still he's just like moving inside of it like a sandworm because <laughs> you don't see it, and then suddenly he's like two yards forward. Yeah. Okay, let's talk Jets-Denver. So this was my only losing side of the week, oh, and it was... This game didn't make any sense. It was weird. Um, the Broncos, I thought, uh, like their defense did look better than it has because they have a lot of healthy bodies back. Um, Zach Wilson was awful. The Broncos in general, uh, I thought, uh, did a good job defending other than the one, you know, Brees, uh, Brees Hall uh getaway um Bruce Hall's got some freaking juice my god that guy's good and he looks like he's at full health full strength now um which kind of changes the complexity of facing the Jets I guess if they have you know a player who can break the game like that um Russell Wilson was he looked like last year's Russell Wilson where he was not playing with confidence did not want to throw into tight windows and really didn't have a prayer against that Jets defense um the Jets were at one point down all three of their top three cornerbacks and it didn't matter Wilson still was holding onto the ball forever taking unnecessary sacks and the Denver offense looked absolutely stuck in mud in the second half of that game Zach Wilson tried to give them an opportunity to come back into that game with that pick in the fourth quarter that made no sense why they were even throwing. Um, and ultimately, uh, Wilson gave it right back with a, a strip sack, and uh, Peyton was not happy. <laughs> that was some choice words for Mr. Wilson, Mr. Incredible, Mr. Dangerous, whatever his name is. That's terrible. Danger Witch. Danger Witch. Um, I, this, was, uh, this was kind of, uh, I think, writing on the wall that, continuing to lose will separate the uh you know continue to drive a wedge between Peyton and Wilson because that's obviously not there's not a lot of love there. Oh man, bad turnover by, by 
Ay, ay, ay. I think this is ay, ay, ay. It's the, the Cowboys yeah. kind of MO today. Yikes. Um, um, maybe those two games for the Eagles aren't going to be that tough. Um, all right. Uh, so, yeah, no, I, I think the score line was pretty flattering to the Jets here, but at the same time, like, really good defense. Yeah, really good, really good defense, really good um, special teams. Uh, it was it was just in general a, a pretty impressive day for everyone inside Zach Wilson who was wearing a Jets uniform. Yeah, this one was tricky because it felt like maybe the Jets weren't the better team, but then you look at everything on paper and it's like, fuck, I guess they were. Like they had 407 yards. It, it was a lot of hey they did but cause they had 407 yards but they had nine penalties for 71 yards they had 234 yards on the ground but 0 for five in the red zone they got the three turnovers and the safety but they turned it over twice themselves like it was a it was just a bad game like it was a bad game and Wilson both Wilsons looked kind of bad. Uh, there were some nice runs by Brees, and New York Jets took advantage where they could. They had the better box score, but at the same time, I didn't like leave that game feeling that they were, you know, this markedly better team that deserved this ten point win or whatever. What was that? What was the final? Yeah, it was it was thirty one twenty one. I don't know. Yeah, Wilson Wilson looked real bad at times. Both of them. That that goes both ways. <sighs> this was a. Uh, yeah, this this is a puzzling game. I don't know where this leaves Denver because they have some decent pieces. You have some receivers. You have a couple of good running backs when they're both healthy. And we've seen glimpses of Wilson playing well. Just this defense was healthy. I thought they'd play better too. This was a this was a game that was a teaser leg that I avoided because I was worried about the Jets kind of falling back to earth after looking better last week. And it was another Wong teaser leg that came through in spades for anybody that put it in. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Weird game. Uh, yeah. I, I feel like stupid for backing the, uh, the Broncos. Um, I don't know. I, I, I got the handicap. Like, Hey, this defense is getting healthier and it should be, there's no way it can continue to play that bad. And they right. actually played better. Just right. uh, the offense didn't help them out with the turnovers. Yeah. <clears throat> Which brings us to the final game of the week, the Kansas City Chiefs. I ended up laying this three and a half. Um, I thought it was going to go back up. I really did. I didn't think that there was a ton of appetite in the market. Like four, remember? Yeah, I I really didn't get why the I thought I really thought this was going. This was going to go in favor of the Chiefs. I don't I didn't get the Minnesota support. Having watched the game, a lot of this game, I came away with some questions and concerns about the KC defense. Like they did well in the high leverage spots, um, but they allowed four pretty high leverage fourth down conversions in this game uh if it were not for picking up the laundry on the uh fourth down attempt at the end of the fourth quarter vikings probably tie at 27 to 27 um what uh what was what were so what like mahomes now has control of the afc he's four and one he's one seed if the you know if the playoffs started today uh i he's got an easier schedule than a lot of the other contenders um I don't think that he's got a head-to-head win against the Jags. He's got uh, some soft defenses coming up, particularly in the AFC West. Um, he's probably going to win MVP again. He's probably going to get the one seed again. But this wasn't as convincing a win as it should have been, right? They had a 14-point lead. The game should have been over, and uh, the Vikings didn't have Jeff's, Justin Jefferson, and they still made a, a damn decent attempt at uh, coming back here. <sighs> Yeah, this was another one I, I struggled with, and I almost want to watch again as much as I don't want to watch this game again. But it was it was still a good – it's a good road win because Minnesota, despite everything in their record, it's not a bad team. It's still a middle-of-the-pack team. And when you play a middle-of-the-pack team on the road, it doesn't matter if you're one of the best teams in the league. It's still a good win to get it. Jefferson exiting late and the refs doing what they did obviously helped. They did. The defense stiffened up when needed, and you know the the coaching decisions were correct, and they made good. You know they made good drives to try to salt this one away late. The Kelsey thing was scary right off the bat. Man, it looked like that looked bad because it was non-contact, and then it's like, oh, he just slipped. 
And then he was hurt on the side. It's like, fuck, he fucked up his ankle. This isn't good for him. Because mm-hmm. not only had I, you know, had laid the four, I'd been live betting the Chiefs in certain spots. <laughs> and I, obviously most of most of my position was at minus seven mm-hmm. um, with the live bet. So I pushed on a whole bunch, which was super fun, considering they're up 14. Better than losing when they win by six in overtime, though. So Kansas City, yeah. better team, but not by a whole lot. Minnesota played well i mean the, they went and turned the ball over right off the bat like they do yeah. i was proud of minnesota for not doing it again but still they were two for four in the red zone when kansas city was perfect three for three the yardage was close though this was just kansas city was a little better on third down and you know took care of the ball this was a this was a close game i guess the minnesota steam at six maybe did make a little bit of sense it's still a home game yeah, uh, you're. It, it was basically a draw yardage wise. Um, Chiefs committed a bunch of penalties. Minnesota turned over the ball once. That's probably the difference there. Um, there were a couple of good sacks by the Chiefs defense at the end of the game that I thought were impactful. Um, but yeah, they, think, they when they yeah. needed it, they, it's like they had it. Yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is playing better this year than he was last year, and yet he's here. They are one and four. Uh, they're obviously the defense I thought played better in this game than I expected. Like I kind of thought this was going to be pretty light resistance for the chiefs offense and they played hard. Um, they made some stops. Uh, there were a bunch of chiefs kind of trying to convert third and shorts in this game that were like, should be easy for that team. And the Vikings defense kind of held pretty tough. I thought, um, maybe I'm just kind of overreacting and this was, you know, this was not as hard as, you know, they, you know, chiefs literally just doing the old Milton Burrow pulling out just enough to win type of deal. But, um, it still is, uh, it was, I didn't love having a 14 point lead heading into the fourth quarter and then still sweating out. Are the refs going to pick up this flag? <laughs> like that sucked. <laughs> so and I kind of just, I disagreed with what they did. Oh yeah, I, thought, I mean, like, I, I felt wrong. Yeah, I mean, I, it was, I never know. It, it was a little, it was a little uncatchable, but when the contact happened, it wasn't obviously uncatchable. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's it's rare that those flags get picked up. I guess. Obviously, waiting to hear what Kelsey um, Kelsey news is. That's important. Jefferson sounds like he's missing time. Yeah, the I would be that, surprised uh, if the, he plays in the uh, way that the. The, the the quotes were from Minnesota reporters, like it, it sounds like he's missing some time. Maybe uh maybe a few weeks to a month. We'll, we'll find out more tomorrow. Obviously, okay. That it is that all the games. Yep. Uh, this week coming up off of bye, we have four teams. Andy, they are Seattle, who's going at Cincinnati. They are Cleveland, who's hosting the mighty San Francisco 49ers. Uh, we have. LA Chargers, who are hosting the woeful Dallas Cowboys uh, on Monday Night Football. And we have one more that I'm forgetting about, which is Tampa Bay hosting Detroit. Sure. Yeah, those previews brought to you by our friends at Ticketmaster, the official ticket provider of the NFL. What are we in? Week five? There's still, I can't do the math, 13 weeks plus the playoffs to get your tickets. They have the mobile app to make getting in a breeze. Obviously, if uh, if you're a fan of one of these teams like the Vikings and you need to sell some of your season tickets, they make it real easy. Or the Cowboys, for that matter, as Dak throws another pick. You can get rid of your Cowboys tickets or just transfer them to somebody you don't like. Um, on the Ticketmaster app, you can even change it to your team colors or change it away from your team colors again if you had it in Dallas blue. Ticketmaster.com slash NFL look ahead lines, anything sticking out tonight before we call her an evening. And also anything you want to say in green Bay Vegas for tomorrow, other than it looks no like we're getting our starter back for the Raiders. Uh, the Packers injuries are still a little up in the air. Yeah. I mean, I'd lean, lean Packers. I'm excited to break that one down live and bet it live. Uh, you know, second half, I think there are some good angles there. Uh, Vegas, I would expect to lean into the run game with a healthy O-line and healthy-ish Josh Jacobs, or at least, a, you know, Josh Jacobs looks like he's getting his game shape under him. Uh, Green Bay pass offense, this is a prove-it game for them. They should do well against this very injured Vegas, terrible secondary. Um, Overstaking money, I get it. Vegas is taking money, I don't get it. 
Um, see if Devontae Adams goes, see if J.R. Alexander goes. That could ultimately be why the Vegas has been bet out to two, but I don't have a uh, any any pregame action for me on this one. Yeah, nothing. I'm obviously interested in a teaser, but the injury news has to be somewhat positive for me to be excited about even this team keeping it close. Like you said, they. I think this passing offense should play well. I think they can win this game, but if Aaron Jones is limited or out again, that makes me a little trepidatious and yeah. making me want to just avoid it until we look at it at halftime. Like uh, we mentioned, the Sunday night game is Bills-Giants in a huge spread. Thursday night, not all that different. Russell Wilson gets a short week coming off that one and has to head to Kansas City's 10.5-point dogs, total 51.5. Should, uh, should look what I have here. I'm guessing I'd be pretty close to that. I'm not... Hmm. I'm not super interested in a high total on a short week. You know how the offenses can be like. And at the same time, I'm not super excited about betting an under when Kansas City gets to face this Denver defense either. They are getting healthier, but they've still been pretty rough. So yeah. it's probably a pass. I make it like a 12. Not a big difference between 10 and a half and 12. I probably won't be laying that. Mine never said that Denver, but I don't have the stomach for it. So I think I'm going to be passing. Uh, um, but my number does, my number obviously has Kelsey in too. Things change right. if he's not active. That offense is still looking to figure out what they're going to do at wide receiver. It's uh, uh, Rice was nice today, but they still don't have a true wide receiver one. A very good point. Um, yeah, I think that's a skipper. Uh, Balto, Balt, sweet, sweet Balto goes to the ten, goes to hot Tottenham Hotspur to take on the Tennessee Titans. Big number here, four. Um, not sure that's warranted in the state Baltimore's offense currently is in. Gotta find some news and info about these teams traveling. If there's a disparity and it's in favor of Tennessee, I'll probably bet them. Uh, I know that this was a fun one to talk about because this was sort of one of the first games that was released back in May because it was an international game. Yeah. And uh, they released a, a pick em here. Just missed it by a little, guys. Uh, it is going to close in the three and a half to four range, I think. So, yeah. I'm I'm still weirded out a little by Tennessee. I have to we'll, – we'll talk a lot more about them Wednesday, but – I, w- I almost want to watch that game again. It feels like a team that is just so close to having this offense pop a little bit because they have pieces. It's looking okay at times. It's just not putting it all together, which truthfully is Baltimore's kind of exact uh, problem. Yeah. It's it's their problem as well. And that's why this total is sitting at a 40. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons went down in the game at one point. I don't know if he ended up getting back in and playing the final frame because i wasn't watching but uh, he matters a ton so i'd like to see any kind of report on simmons availability before doing anything because it's tough to get trained get treatment and get right for a game when you are traveling internationally so that matters um anything else you want to talk about on this slate that really stands out i mean every number that kind of caught me by surprise features a team coming off a buy so i think there's a pretty built built in shade on the uh uh teams with extra rest this week what do you think yeah, let's see. Bucks, Lions, Tampa's off a bye. That's a three. I'm pretty close there. What's the other ones? LA Chargers off a bye versus Seattle. Dallas. Cincy. You think Dallas that's going to go three? Board. I think that one probably goes to three. I'd be surprised if that doesn't go to three. I don't have that appetite for it, but I just got a sense that the market's going to be pretty excited about Cincy after they watch some of that tape. Yeah, so I'm not there, but obviously my numbers are kind of pricing in Joe Burrow being looking like he looked like last week and not like look how he looked this week. It was probably a several-point difference, so uh, I would guess so, too. Seattle is off a bye, and I guess it's how you feel about betting this from two and a half to three probably depends on how you feel about that Seattle defense. What do you think Chargers-Dallas opens <laughs> after um, this shit show? Probably Dallas minus one. Okay. Um, I'd be, be close. Dallas, Dallas, short favorite, but not more than like two, two and a half. Okay, It'd be interesting. Um, Team teams haven't been like downgraded by the market for going and looking bad against San Francisco. No, just what you do. Are we getting Philadelphia? 
Philadelphia against the Jets probably gets to a seven, I would guess. Arizona uh, Rams, that probably gets you to a seven, I would guess. You know how I feel Philly, too. My Philly number is always higher. I make that close to a seven. Okay. I would consider betting that right now, even though it's a, another road game that's tough. That is a back-to-back road roadie after LA coming off the New West York. Coast. Yeah. Philly to New York's not a terrible trip, though. No, they do They do have to travel back from the West Coast. But that's Dude, how about Miami where... getting another game where they're double-digit favorites two weeks in a row? I struggle to see why that number shouldn't go past 14. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, what what made you think that the Carolina team can stop a, a better offense than what they uh, saw last week on the road again? So it's a second straight road game for Carolina playing in the Miami Heat. They'll have that second half in the sun kind of shit. That's going to be a is that a noon game? It is. It's an early game in Miami coming off the the beating they took like i don't i don't know if the market's going to be accepted to bet carolina again right 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 Oof. um san fran cleveland is a fun one if that opens on the other side of three i think cleveland's got to be a bet but do you have a read on watson's health You're assuming no goes, it, right? you don't get you don't get a lot of updates on the what well, teams are off the buy um you know we gotta kind of wait till tomorrow the next day a, a little thing you can do just because the national, you know, like Schefter and them, they're not going to report on these teams that are sitting on the bye because nobody gives a shit. They right. don't, they're not watching those games. If you go to these team sites, like the, you know, the, what is a something nation? What is it? Every team site, every team has one of these SB nation, the SB nation, the, you know, every team has like a yard barker site. Every team has like a, a fan sided site. You know, they have these fan sites that are really tuned in on. They are not writing about anything but their team. You can usually glean something on these teams that are on buy from injury stuff. Now, they're not practicing, so you don't get that kind of news. But sometimes you can hear, you get some quotes from some coaches in there. And I'm, it's worth checking in because obviously Watson matters. DTR was pretty rough. Oh, un, un, unplayable. Um, okay. Uh, okay. 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 Uh, I think the Justin Jefferson news is going to entice some market activity in favor of Chicago. So that if you want the Chicago three and a half, and I think they, you need to get it a, now. What's that? Well, not only that, but I mean, they have a better rest stretch. Yeah. Their offense looked good. This is a defense that's ripe for the picking. Like, uh, I don't, I don't know what, what would excite you about yeah. betting Minnesota on the road in a, in a division here with Jefferson out? Houston should be dogs at home to New Orleans. I make that. Wow, I make it a zero point one. Okay. So Houston no. might be on the card this week. Yeah, I have it as a um, like I said, they won thirty four nothing. Did virtually nothing impressive offensively. Car is still not 100%. And Houston didn't look that great defensively. I don't know what to do with that game. But yeah, if, if Houston is Houston a dog, I didn't see that one on the. Yeah, Houston plus, Houston plus two. two and a half. You keep it there. I'll tease that one all day long. All right, Vegas, cool. Yeah, there's not, not a lot. Not a lot else. Uh, Vegas, New England is going to be interesting. I don't know what you do with. I don't know how you adjust New England right now. I really don't. I'm probably just done with them. Um, yeah, that's all that really stands out. Washington Atlanta is interesting because again, Atlanta's home, and that Washington defense is kind of a mess. Might be going back to the well, betting some more Ritter. Yikes! And Rams uh, Cardinals, yeah. Rams five and a half point favorites. I don't like a lot of dogs this week at all. I this is don't a, hate, looks like I don't this hate looks the like Rams a chalky, chalky card. Maybe that's a spot too where that that total is maybe a little low. Cardinals, uh, Rams, forty seven. Anything and a half. for awards? I think Mahomes MVP. Um, I think Jalen Carter, defensive rookie of the year. He 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 continues to be an absolute game wrecker. Um, yeah, he had a big sack. Um, OPOY is an interesting conversation because I think the um, Tyreek. Yeah, he should be the favorite, but. That could just be a revolving door. Justin Jefferson probably out of the mix now. Chase yeah, he takes a back big, in the mix. 
big step back. Um, uh, Ch- Chase was a little further down to begin with. If he, he needs a couple yeah. big games, but it should be CMC and Tyreek at the top for coach of the year. It should be kind of co-favorites again. Dan Campbell and um, Mike McDaniel had big wins. Shanahan keeps creeping. He should be the third. He should be right. Like Shanahan and Sirianni don't have real options to win this outside of probably going with 16 or 17 wins. They should still be in that second tier because of how good these teams are. Defensive player of the year, like we said. It would be somewhat shocking if Parsons is still a favorite tomorrow. I would think TJ is a little bit favored by him. I think they're close, but TJ is flip favorite and Garrett obviously third still with uh, not playing. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. Like we said that already, Rivera should be a big shock for first coach fired yeah. instead of Aberflus now. And then offensive rookie of the year. It's uh, that's a, that's the hardest market in sports. A sh- a sh- Stroud A-chan. should be favored. A-chan, A-chan took another step forward. Puka. Puka had a touchdown. He should be right in that mix. Stroud should be up there. Bijan had a nice run, but. Yeah, that... It's probably a bet against a chance because I just can't see him sustaining 80 yard touchdowns every week. I don't know. Hutch, we, we, I think we did mention Hutchinson. He should, yeah, be he that should guy. definitely be in that. He should be that guy yeah. that's fourth behind the big three. He should be definitely in that conversation where he's a couple of big weeks from yeah, replacing Miles Garrett in that spot. Yeah, and definitely ahead of Nick Bosa right now. And look at this. Points bet does have uh, Parsons 250. That doesn't make a lot of sense. No. If you have a bunch of Parsons, I don't hate Watt at that number. No, not at all. <laughs> not right now. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Watt's already gotten his. Is the only thing is that he's going to have to stay tomorrow. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Or anti-Italian they, they might be first peoples now. First peoples day. Yeah. I so living in South Dakota for a while, they do not do Columbus Day there. That is very much Indigenous Peoples Day there. Indigenous Peoples Day. Thank you. All right, let's wrap it up. Good, good job. Talk Hold to you tomorrow. Hopefully, we'll find a winning halftime winner. Uh, I'm excited about that game actually. I'm hoping Raiders are up at half because it'd be fun to back the Packers in comeback mode where they seem to be so dynamic against that weak yeah. secondary. We'll see. And we will see, guys. We'll catch you. The Niners today. My bad. Catch you on the flip side. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It was right there. We made that a secondary guy. What do we say? Like, if we had the best side, it certainly wouldn't be the Cowboys, be the Niners. Of course, the Niners are up 21 to 3 in the second half, getting the ball back. Yeah. And we're going to land on 24 too. Yeah, right. Of course. Yeah. Come back.